Hi, I'm Leon Gorin, CEO and President of PO Leadership, North America's premier peer network and advisory community. Today on Snippets, we have Ron Rubinoff and Rob Rutledge, two of our small business executive advisors joining us. Welcome, gentlemen. And um, well, we're doing two people today, two, two of our leaders today. It's the first time we're actually uh, really profiling our executive advisors, which is, I think, fabulous. So I thought maybe, Ron, I'll start with you and maybe just give us a little bit of background, a little bit of your journey, and how long have you been with us? I think it's coming up close to about five years. First of all, I think most people have been calling me Rob Rubinoff, so it's sort of a combination of Rob Rutledge and Ron Rubinoff. Um, my journey, uh, I, I think most of my time has been as a professional accountant and a teacher. Uh, for most of my career, I've also had several businesses. I have a business now. Um, my background has been more of a uh, coach and teacher than anything else. I do a lot of work with BDC as well as PEO. My, my role is as, as, as an advisor to small businesses, helping them uh, be more efficient at what they're doing from a financial and organizational standpoint. Um, but I like to say that I'm part teacher, part coach, and part game show host. And yeah, that's that my great. job is to uh, try to motivate people to continue to stay focused on what they need to do in order to be successful. And sometimes, such as uh, over the past couple of months, it's, it's hard to focus when you're worried about things. So that's, that's very kind true. Of my background. Thanks, Ron. How about yourself, Rob? You've been with us a little longer. I have been, and I've also been called Ron, so I think there's a common theme here. <laughs> um, but I've been with uh, PEO since 2012, so it's coming on eight years now. Um, and my background is really a, a career in business, both in the corporate world and in small business. Um, in, uh, in the corporate world, in both Canada and the U.S., in roles of uh, strategic marketing and business unit leadership and CEO of uh, of um, small companies that have been fast growing. And I've also um, done some entrepreneurial work in Silicon Valley uh, and co-founded a uh, software firm that became a national business. I currently have an executive coaching practice doing work with PEO and also with C-level uh, leaders in addition to some mentor work with the Rotman School of Business. Oh, that's fabulous. I know we've been very lucky to have both of you working with us. I, you know, I, I get to sit in your groups from time to time. I get to listen to the members and the impact that you both have on, on all the members, and it's been, it's been fabulous. Uh, let me ask you, and, and I'm thinking about it more from the broader community. You know, you, you're on the front lines. You're dealing with these leaders. You've been dealing with these uh, leaders really through the crisis over the last eight weeks. Anything, you know, what surprises you maybe, what are some of the learnings that you're taking with the group? Maybe I start with you, Ron. Um, I think that people have been very innovative in the way that they solve problems. Um, people need to communicate, collaborate with one another. They've found ways to do that with technology. In many ways, I, I, I think people are even closer in, in the way they collaborate with one another because they found tools like um, uh, Zoom and, and Microsoft Teams, and, and they're, they're using some technology that actually allows them to share some of their work. 
but I, I think the isolation is is the big concern that a lot of uh, members in my group talk about. How do we um, how do we stay in touch with our employees? How do we stay in touch with our colleagues? So that's been a challenge. Yeah, I think I think we're seeing that right across the whole board. I mean, the, the idea of over communication now, collaboration being sort of top of mind. Rob, are you seeing some of the same thing or anything else? Um, I am. Uh, very similar themes around challenge. Um, within our group, I have some members that have um, businesses that are effectively devastated um, with zero revenue and uh, medium-term prospects for zero revenue. So they're taking very serious looks at their business and how to survive. Other businesses don't have as much of a hit. Um, but the common theme, I think, that through this pandemic is uh, the need for, um, for innovation. And clearly a common theme that we all see is the uh, move towards, towards digital. A number of my leaders are actively pursuing digital pursuits. Um, and one is looking at a new business, trying to take advantage in this environment. Um, so that's sort of where they're going. And the common theme within the group that I'm seeing through this is this tremendous support for each other. As Ron has mentioned, isolation is um, a big deal. Cabin fever, clearly, is an issue. Um, but how the group comes together to support each other, to me, is very powerful. You know, it's, I always think about small business um, in terms of the, the, their ability to pivot, like the speed of which they do stuff when I compare it to the larger businesses, right? Who the legacies are, it always takes time for them to move. Um, are you seeing that now? Like you both must be seeing that. Is there anything that stands out in terms of what are they doing that allows them to do this? Is it just because of their size? Rob, you want to go for it first? And then maybe other sure. Way. One of my members, as an example, um, has been toying with the idea of um, a digital pursuit to his business. He's been talking about it for, I would say, six to eight months. Pandemic hit. He got, a, he got a store launched on the web through Shopify in less than two weeks. Um, and it's, you know, the, the, the crisis hit and he went, I need to do this. And he did it. Um, and it's, it's remarkable the focus that, one, that the crisis brings. Um, he's an example where uh, he executed quite successfully on it. Wow. Ron, anybody in your group doing sort of the, surprising you on how fast they're able to move? In our group, surprisingly enough, seven out of the eight members um, are, have IT platforms. Um, one of the um, members is a, a doctor of internal medicine. He has four um, clinics, and he's gone to telehealth, and he's told the group that when this is all finished, he's moving the four clinics into one building, and he's going to continue doing what he's doing now because in the past, um, people have said you can't do medicine um, digitally. You can't give advice. And he's proven to himself first and then to the medical community that you could provide good services um, using telehealth. And uh, that's an example, a success example, because he was always worried about the costs of having brick and mortar and lots of uh, employees, and he's figured out that he can do this for a lot less and give more value to his patients. So that's a, yeah. a good example of how um, the digital world 
is changing. The governments usually provide the solution to situations, but I think the governments are now saying, hey, we need help. So medical field, you find a solution to this problem and, and maybe we'll regulate it afterwards. We'll, we'll, we'll make it easier for people to see their doctors, but I don't ever want to go back to a waiting room, waiting 90 minutes to see a doctor. I've used the telehealth and I've been uh, uh, served by a doctor within 10 minutes and I've had excellent um, treatment, I think. So that's an example of how um, one of our members has innovated and he, he could have just shut down the clinic and not see any patients at all. Now he says he's seeing half of them and um, he's, he's able to deliver the service at a, at a much more efficient um, cost base. And, and Leon, if I, if, if I can just add as well, um, three of my colleagues are seriously evaluating their need for uh, office space um, and how they're gonna look at this going forward. Uh, another one of my colleagues has been talking about remote work for over a year, and uh, he took 40 of his employees and in the span of nine days, uh, implemented all the relevant technology to make remote work occur, and it's quite successful. Yeah, it is amazing how fast these guys, these women and guys are, are moving on this stuff. How about the, you know, there's a lot of talk in the struggles of these SMEs around cash, right? And we knew about that early days in, in the crisis and we started working with them on it. Have members in your groups been successful at getting money from the governments? Are they using it? Do they need it? Um, what are you hearing on it? Ron, I'll start with you. Uh, I think most of the members have applied for um, the $40,000 loan. Some of them have applied for the uh, wage subsidies, um, but many of them were in strong positions before this crisis started. Uh, most of them had retained earnings. So some yeah. of them had a, uh, uh, a, a bit of a, a cushion to um, get through this. Um, you know, from a strategic point of view, I, I, I think they had a good business. They had a solid business before this started. I, I honestly believe that all of the members in our group um, are going to survive this pandemic as long as it doesn't go uh, much, much longer than, than it's, it's forecasted to um, because they had good, solid businesses to begin with. Yeah, I would say I would say a good portion of my group has applied for both the loan and the wage subsidies um, in a successful venture. Um, but on the on the cash flow issue, I think one of the issues that we as a group dealt with was having very honest conversations around uh, what businesses what what the business looked like going forward, and you know having what I call brutally honest. Um, you know, discussions. This wasn't Rosie wasn't looking at the environment through rose-colored glasses. This is what's what is going to happen, and what actions do we need to take, and how and how do we take those with honesty and empathy and compassion? Yeah, those are uh, those are important of any group, really. I mean, that's where the value really comes out when you can actually have those difficult conversations in that room. If you guys were going to Again, the wisdom that you both have and how you're 
integrated with you with your groups. If I'm an outsider and I'm running a business and I'm part of a you know running a small business, is there anything you could share with me that would help me just going forward? If you're going to give me one piece of advice to think about, and uh, I don't know who would like to start with that, Rob. Sorry, so let me just make sure I understand your question. Um, you're asking me if there's one piece of advice that you would give to small business owners? Yeah. So if I'm on the sidelines, I'm not part of a group today. I mean, yeah. from your knowledge and experience. So the, the advantage of being with the group is you get unfiltered, honest, yet supportive feedback. So it encourages you to look at the situation realistically and um, make uh, in smart, intelligent uh, the decisions going forward that um, is supportive. The other element that is, I uh, think, important to consider is how the group interacts with each other to create a sense of innovation that each member can take going forward. So, in essence, opens group members' eyes to um, situations that they might not have otherwise seen. And that is, I think, a very helpful and useful um, a component to the group. And the third sort of complement to that is oftentimes there's a need to provide courage or support to be able to take that step. And the group is a great environment to help members get through that, um, that phase. That, that's great. Thanks, Rob. Ron, if I, if I just turn that question a little bit, so let's say I'm not part of a group today. Right. And uh, I am battling through this. I'm building my business on my own. Are there any other lessons that you could share with me, like as I run on my own here, outside that you, you deal yeah, with I, clients, I, not just in PEO, you're dealing with a lot of uh, BDC clients as well. Right. Right. I, I think what I find when I'm working with clients is they're very knowledgeable in one or two areas. But nobody is an expert in marketing, in operations, in IT, in accounting, in engineering. We have people in our group that have skill sets that are so diverse that whenever an issue comes up, somebody in that group has, has good solid advice or has resources to be able to share with the group. And as good as you are, as strong as your company is, and as much as you think you know, you don't know it all, and you don't have the mirror as to what other people see. And the other people's perspectives um, add so much value, like Rob said, that you're seeing things from your background, from your knowledge base, and from your skill set. But that's not necessarily what your customers see. That's not necessarily what your colleagues see. I, I agree with Rob. You, you get an unfiltered uh, uh, view as to what your, your company's situation is. Coming into a group like PEO, uh, you're gonna, we all fail if somebody in the group fails. Everybody feels a responsibility to one another. Nobody wants to be the guy that lets down somebody in the group. Uh, it's 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 so powerful and it's it's hard to explain the value of being in a group like this, 
unless you're in a group like this. Yeah. Well, gentlemen, thank you so much. And by the way, even though you know I, I come into your groups from time to time, I have to thank you both for getting your groups involved in uh, whether it's PO on the go when we got them moving and we got them integrated into the community, which I think is a huge piece of this, right? Not just your group and yourselves, but having access to the community. And then more recently, I know a lot of your members have joined the PO Marketplace, which has just been uh, open to the community. And, and uh, I'm hoping that's going to work in terms of the other members really supporting them and helping them pull through this stuff. So thank you again for joining us today and sharing your insights. If you're interested in one of our, the Wave Forward Live webcasts or any other snippet, please take a moment and visit our site at PO Leadership. Uh, you'll find on our site all our recorded episodes of previous webcasts, which include guests such as Professor Janice Stein, Harvard's Rosabeth Cantor, and where we've covered such topics as mental health, leadership, the world reset, government stimulus packages, and a host of others. If you'd like to learn more about our leadership community, please feel free to reach out to us. Um, once again, visit our site at poleadership.com. Thank you for joining us today. Thanks, Leon. Thanks, Leon.